Hello. Hello. And welcome to Killer Friend Sister Time. I'm Sydney. I'm Liberty. And once again, we are the worst fucking creatures on the planet. Um, yeah. I feel like zero consistency exists with us, and I apologize greatly. But I would like to say that I have been traveling for like a really long time at this point, and it was there were birthdays and yeah and also at the same time like i've been working like 80 days a fucking week and that's true we never promised it would be every sunday so <laughs> <laughs> there was no promises um i've been working a lot and i don't think i'm even legally allowed to work this much but that's besides the point <laughs> but it's fine we're fine literally i think i'm legally only allowed to work 20 hours a week yeah, I, that's what I thought. So I was very confused. Yeah, well, this week I'm working like 30. So yesterday, right, I work, I was, my shift is six to 10. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I get like the whole day to do whatever I want. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to eat some dinner. Then I'm going to go to work. I get a call. They're like, oh, can you come in three to 10? I was like, <laughs> dude, you should start saying no after that scholarship issue. You should just be like, no, can't. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, and then what you call it? I uh, am on my lunch yesterday, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get some Chipotle!" Like, I'm so excited. Right. Uh, Chipotle's have staffing issues, so they're only closed. So they're closed to walk-ins. So mm. you have to order through the app. Well, I don't have the app, and that's so much effort. So I was like, "Fuck it, okay, I'm gonna go to the sandwich place, the Jersey Mike's, right?" Right. Go to Jersey Mike's, um, and whatchamacallit words you oh, go to Jersey Mike's <laughs> it was great it was fantastic it was a delicious sandwich they were very timely and then a customer comes in and was like yeah you know I was just trying to do my meeting and I would just want to get some food and then come sit outside and eat but Chipotle's closed and now Jersey Mike's is closed and I was like what it's like why Jersey why is Jersey Mike's closed and he was like I don't know there's a sign on the door that says they're closed so I have no clue what happened. And that first thing that comes to my head is, fuck, they had a COVID exposure. And I yeah. was just there. Yeah, I'm, vaccinated. I'm vaccinated anyway. So it's not like the end of the world. And I sanitize a fuck ton. Right. And I wear my mask consistently. So but right. I texted Kenna, this girl that I know that works there. And um, she said that it was just staffing issues. But maybe they, like, told her to say that. Right. Because, like... A week you can say if it's like maybe they don't want to tell anyone it's covid right it's kind of fucked up but whatever but maybe maybe it's just genuinely staffing issues and maybe i'm overthinking it but the first thing that came to my head was covid exposure right well we've been living in a fucking panorama for over a year now so everything is covid yeah we have been living in pandora's box so. <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm so funny we have been living in a panini for the yeah. last it's just been tough um yeah I've had a lot going on this week and like the only thing I like to do is work out but like then that takes like you know like two and a half hours out of my day right and it's worth it but you know for people that don't know me I nap a lot she naps like, a lot not getting a nap in in a day is like kind of hard for me lately and right. like and that sounds dumb but like I'm being dead ass I believe you but you know what fucking happened to me this morning what happened to you so I'm like traveling, right? And thank God I'm married because it's not that big of a deal right now because I have like access to my husband's money and shit. But like, um, so this morning I have like push notifications for my um, bank, right? Right. When, right. So when like something gets charged to my card, I get the notification on my phone. Right. I, I get a notification that Lyft charged me a dollar. And I'm like, that's weird because that credit card that it said, like, got charged isn't connected to my Lyft. Right. And so I go and I look. And you know how, like, Lyft does, like, the holds on your card for when you uh, book a ride? Yes. It looked like that. But then it looked like someone canceled the ride and it refunded the dollar. So I'm like, that's weird, though, because that like card isn't connected to my lift so that wasn't me and I went and I double checked my lift and it's my other credit card and so I was like that's weird 
And so I call U.S. Bank and they're like, yeah, that seems and my my thought is like, oh, like this seems like someone testing the waters. Like they stole my credit card numbers and they're like testing the waters to see. Yeah, if it works and if they can get away with it. So I call U.S. Bank and she said the same exact thing. She's like, it seems like someone's testing to see if you're going to shut down your card, which obviously I fucking did because. Good. Good. Yeah. I was like, shout out to push notifications. Um and I, I was just like, are you fucking joking? Like, I'm traveling. I need my credit card. And, like, of course, it's the one with the highest limit, too. So it's, like, right. what I actually need to spend money on. But, yeah. Well, at least if, I mean, in all honesty, it's not like you and Will, like, you know, you have access to, like, e- each other. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, it's not that big of a deal because I am married. And so I have access to my husband's credit cards. But I'm annoyed because now I have to go deal with, like, changing all my shit like zag's bark box subscription netflix hulu all that is on that credit card so now i have to change all my subscriptions when i get home which is annoying right that is annoying well if you have to change any passwords let me know so then i can update the accounts i have stolen from you of course because you know then i'll get logged out when you change your password i'll need to know the password and i need it yeah like you know disney plus that kind of shit so <laughs> just let me know <laughs> i need to change passwords because it's just my credit card but okay i'm annoyed right that is annoying i'm sorry on the plus side i'll probably get one of the new credit cards that u.s bank is pushing out with oh, where you can tap them yeah i do that with all my cards so yeah. and there's no numbers on the front they're all on the back well, my numbers were on the back, but it was still just the chip. But now I think I get the tappy one, so it's exciting. I will say, though, to every listener out there with the tappy ones, you're a little more susceptible to, like, RFID scans. So get a wallet that has RFID protection. And I will say a really good brand that does is Fossil. Sadly, I'm not sponsored. That'd be cool because I'd be making money from saying that. But <laughs> I really love Fossil. And it's really good quality shit that's lasted me like the couple years I've had it, even though usually I have to like buy a new wallet every two seconds because I like new things. But I've been pretty good about that lately. But get a Fossil wallet because they have the RFID protection. You can buy my Macy's, Amazon, I bet. I don't give a fuck, but um well apparently that one that wouldn't have even fucking helped me because fuck me right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah and i was supposed to have thursday off right yeah now i work 10 are you joking yeah but i mean i get tomorrow off because i found someone to take my shift but yeah i work thursday i took saturday off because good yeah I work late Sunday, so I'll have time to recover from prom day. Right. Right. And then I have Monday off, so John and I can go shopping because this mofo needs new clothes. For, like, school and stuff? Or? I, don't, I don't know. His mom texted me, which I think is so cool. Like, I love, like, being like that. Like, I, like you can just, like, text me. I don't know. I just think that's so cool. She's like, help this motherfucker. Thank you. She texted me. She's like, you need to take John clothes shopping. Like, I'll give him my card. Like, he needs clothes. Well, it's because this mofo just gave away half his closet. He wears, like, the same five shirts and five pants. And it's fine because, obviously, like, he looks fine. I mean, I think he looks good in whatever he's wearing. But still, like... He's going to wear holes in that shit, so... Oh, he already has. He doesn't give a shit. And all the clothes, he fucking works on his cars in. Oil does not come out. Oh my god, it's a mess. I know. He doesn't give a shit, so... Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, cool. Because I didn't want to go first. Right. Okay. Um. So, this week... We definitely forgot to announce this at the beginning of the episode. Um, We're doing, like, unsolved serial killer kind of vibe. Um, So I went with the one, the only, Jack the Ripper. Um, And so a little background. Obviously, as per the topic of the episode, this is unsolved. Um, But Jack the Ripper is an unidentified serial killer who terrorized London in 1888. Um, he killed at least, at least five women, mutilating them in such a way that indicated substantial knowledge of human anatomy. Um, the killings all took place within a mile of one another in the Whitechapel district of London. And there were a bunch of interesting names when I was going through, 
<laughs> the like you know locations of the murders and stuff but that could be a whole other podcast it's just funny names in england funny names. <laughs> um, so the killings occurred um from august 7th 1888 to february 13th 1891 um most of his killings occurred most of his like for sure they think this was jack the ripper killings occurred in 1888 Mm. um but like things were really confusing and there's some that they're like oh i don't know if he did this or not and dates are just really wonky um but around the time of the murders the london metro police aka the scotland yard received multiple taunting letters from the killer also are you laughing at the scotland yard (laughs) Yeah. Also, what the fuck is up with serial killers doing that? Because, like, not to be a spoiler, but, like, my serial killer did that, too. Right? It's, like, how... But, like, it's it's a game to them. Like, they don't see human life as human life. So, like, to them, this is their excitement. Because a lot of men kill. I mean, I'm assuming these are men. No offense to women. But women don't usually kill because of this. It's usually passion. Right. Like, I also think they're kind of, like, self-centered and, like... They are really narcissistic, so they want the attention. Yeah. And they think everyone's dumber than them, too. So they're like, oh, well, these fucking dumbasses won't even figure it out, even if I send a letter. So, yeah. And on my pod, my one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, and that's why we drink. Oh, I love them. They're so funny. So funny. I listen, my favorite, like, thing to do right now is go to the gym and lift heavy things and listen to them. That's why we drink. So, I listen to them while I do my cardio. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, I love them. So I'm like in the early stages. So they were talking about how um, there was a weird thing in like the early 1800s about like naming serial killers. And I think that's honestly why there was a lot of murders. I mean, and the fact that there wasn't a, a good scientific way to get and like analyze evidence i mean like besides that but like a lot of unsolved things is like a lot they would give so much attention to them you know like jack the ripper um you know the black dahlia like shit like that like they would just name everything because it was like cool but little did they know they were feeding some sexual sadist narcissistic fantasy yeah some narcissistic narcissistic asshole was getting off on that somewhere I also just use a lot of fancy words. I feel proud of myself. So I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> criminal minds, sexual sadism. <laughs> I am a fucking BAU analyst. I am an FBI analyst. Thank you. you. Those guys never go in the field. Like they sit behind a desk and analyze cases. Like they, it's not actual like pew pew. Like that's way more boring. Yeah. How are they supposed to get a real vibe for it if they're not there? Could you imagine just fucking sitting at a desk and reading yeah. about murders? Shitty fucking desk chair, bad eyesight because you're staring at a computer, like not as glamorous as uh, Criminal Minds makes it out to be. Yeah, for real. Okay, continue <laughs> with your story. Okay. Please ignore our tangent. Okay, actually, please don't. That's why you're listening. Um, you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like I said, they received multiple taunting letters from the killer. The name Jack the Ripper actually came from one of these letters. Um, But it's not clear if the letter was legit or if it was a joke. Right. So, which who the fuck jokes about that? Like, you're also a different kind of fucked up if you do that. Someone who wishes they have the balls to kill but can't? I guess. Um... Many suspects have been named, but no one has ever truly been identified. And to this day, from 1888 to now, 2021, we still don't know who uh, Jack the Ripper is or was. Um, So getting into the killings a little, the first murder that was maybe attributed to Jack the Ripper, but like not for sure and his legit like for sure first murder comes a little later um was that of martha tabram um this happened on august 7th 1888 and she was found stabbed to death on a landing of george oh no yeah yeah on george yard buildings um they are unsure if martha is a victim of the ripper as it wasn't as clean of an attack as his others but the neck and torso were targeted which was the ripper's preference and i included it 
Oh, go ahead. No, you can continue. You can end your whatever. Oh, okay. I was just going to say I included this one um, because, you know, a lot of serial killers will have like a trial run that's a little messier than their later killings. And that's kind of why I was like, this is possible that, you know, she was one of his victims. Yeah, that's that's just what I was going to say is that like they can't a lot of the times with a lot of serial killers, they can't tell where they really started because techniques change over time they find what really turns them on and they find like they perfect it before you really start to notice a pattern yeah exactly and like they've also been doing it you know like it said jack the ripper had a like insane amount of knowledge on like human anatomy and the body so where did he get that you know like there were other things so there was other people they probably don't know about exactly um mary ann nichols though is commonly held out to be jack the ripper's first official victim and she was found murdered at 3 40 a.m in bucks row Whitechapel. and i would just like to say that fucking 18 late 1800 british people were wildin because a lot of like the stories talk about how people were just like up at random times i was like do you not enjoy sleep as much as i do was sleep not a thing in the 1800s right that's what i was i was like when do you people go to bed i don't know i was confused wait never mind you finish okay never mind my comment was irrelevant (laughs) i i I take it back (laughs) okay well now i'm curious but we'll move on um so anyway she was found at 3 40 a.m um she had been slashed twice in the throat Um, these two slashes just two nearly severed her head and yeah right that is someone who hates women yes my thoughts exactly Um, yeah so her head is nearly severed and she's stabbed multiple times in the stomach Shortly after her murder, um, around September 1st through the 4th, the police began questioning the neighborhood sex workers um, because most of, you know, the Ripper's victims were sex workers. That's a lot of serial killers because they're not people that are usually missed or reported missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're already, you know, out there. Vagrants, you know, that kind of thing. Does that mean, like, people who wander I think so. Is that the right term for that? Because I don't want to say something offensive if I don't know what it means. Right. Here, let's Google it. Google vagrants. <laughs> a person without a settled home or regular work who wanders from place to place. Yes, so I was correct. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. But yeah, which is like super unfortunate, you know. But yeah, they are largely targeted group. Um, so stay safe out there, people. My um, crowd what i said my vagrant crowd my vagrant homies okay um at which what (laughs) i said the homies without a home i'm sorry okay continue Okay, at which point they learned about someone named Leather, the police, after talking to sex workers, learned about someone named Leather Apron, which for, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Leather Apron. <laughs> okay. Okay, and? Um, but apparently this man had been extorting them for the past year. So, yikes. Um And then on September 8th of 1888, Jack the Ripper's second victim, Annie Chapman, is found in the backyard of 29 Hanbury Street. Um, She was another sex worker like Mary uh, Nichols, and um, she was found murdered at 6 a.m. that day. Uh, Like Mary Ann Nichols, her head was nearly severed with two strikes to her throat, which is like, holy fuck. Um and her stomach was slashed her intestines were strewed around strewn around her sorry words are hard um and parts of her vagina and bladder had been cut out and taken away oh yeah that's fucking gross and like somehow as these killings go on they just get like worse like you don't think it could get worse than what happened to this woman and then it does but it, it fucking does 
Um, so two days later on September 10th, John Pizer, I think is how you say it, um, is arrested as being leather apron, but has alibis for the two recent murders and is then released. Right. Um, on September 27th of 1888, a letter addressed to the boss arrives at the central news agency from Jack the Ripper. The boss. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> you're trying to seem way more badass than you are, I feel like, if you do that. Like, not that cool, like you're just a serial killer. Like. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, then on September 30th, 1888, the body of Elizabeth Stride is discovered at 1 a.m. in Burner Street. Earlier that night, she had been seen with a 5'5 man with black hair who was nicely dressed. Which, if that is Jack the Ripper, of oh, fucking course, he's a short man. Like, yeah. he's, like, probably got bullied or some shit. And, like... <laughs> yep, well, it's... Uh... Here's my analysis. Here's my BAU criminal analysis. It's a short white man. Yes. Early 30s to late 20s because there's a lot of, obviously, some education. And, like, aggressive sexual, like, undertones. Obviously, he hasn't been with a lot of women that actually want him. Mm -hmm. So, and he hates women. So that indicates mommy issues 99% of the time. Or he was like raped or molested by a woman, which usually is like a female figure in their life. So, like mommy leader issues. Mm -hmm. Short white man, obviously British. Like, (laughs) yes. And just, I don't know, a sexual sadist. (laughs) Spot on analysis. I know. How the fuck did they not catch this guy? Like, with my profile? Like, half the men in America. (laughs) British part. Except for the British part. (laughs) Um, So, she was... Um, Elizabeth Stride was the only victim who wasn't horribly murdered or horribly mutilated. She was horribly murdered. Pardon. Um, this was probably only because the Ripper had likely been interrupted as she was gushing blood from her throat when she was found. So he likely, like someone was probably walking down the alley or something and he didn't get a chance to finish the job so she was still bleeding out when she was found oh god yeah and if you notice too um like his other victims were found later into the night um and she was discovered at 1 a.m like other people were found at like nearly 2 a.m 3 a.m and like 6 a.m so he's probably killing people around that time they were (laughs) finding them later but he just got caught in the act yeah okay um so later on september later the same day on september 30th 1888 at around 1 45 a.m the body of Catherine eddowes is discovered in meyer square in meter square before being murdered Catherine had been locked up at the police station for like public intoxication and about eight minutes from where her body was found is where she had been locked up oh shit her body was found with her throat slashed, eyelids cut, part of her nose and right ear were cut off, her uterus and kidney were removed, and her entrails were thrown over her right shoulder. Yes. This murder brings a whole new department into the mix. So, like, more people are starting to look into it. Yeah. And this is 45 minutes after the first victim was found. Oh, my God. He's, like, escalating. Oh, yeah, that's because he thinks he's about to get caught. Yeah. So, with little to no leads, the police make the Jack the Ripper letter received on September 27th, so three days prior, public. Um, They do this on October 1st after, you know, not having any leads. Another letter was received on October 6th, and police asked the newspaper to not make this letter public. On October 16th, 1888, Mr. George Lusk receives a letter that is addressed from hell. 
and contains half of a kidney. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Half, could you even imagine? Yeah, no. Also, why him? Was it just a random man or did he work for the newspaper? Well, I think it was a random, it might have been, he might have worked for the newspaper, but I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. What was his name? Um, uh, Mr. George Lusk. L-U-S-K. He was the chairman of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee. Okay, so he was like a cop. Yeah, so he was like neighborhood watch kind of shit. So I yeah. guarantee it was the neighborhood that he was killing in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, neighborhood watch. There we go. So on November 9th, 1888, um, at 1045 a.m., Mary Kelly is found dead in her room. Um, and she's believed to be the Ripper's possibly last victim. Um, unfortunately, there's fucking pictures, like crime scene photos. And I was on like a jacktheripper.org like website yeah and the pictures were posted on there and I literally almost vomited so would not recommend looking at it yeah Um, I'm so curious if you want to look it's Mary Kelly um this is said to be the most appalling murder and based off of the photo I saw I would have to fucking agree she was also the youngest victim um her throat was cut her nose and breasts were cut off. Her entrails were draped over a picture frame oh and God. the body had been skinned and gutted. Holy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Crazy. Guys, I would not recommend that. Yeah. Her heart was also missing. Oh. Um, so. Okay. Pretty fucked up. Oh yeah. And like I said, that is believed to be the Ripper's last victim but I kind of mentioned at the beginning that there's like some ish like we don't know if these next ones that I'm going to mention are his victims um but they are victims of brutal murders and I think it's you know if they are his victims it's kind of still important to throw it out there so on December 20th 1888 Rose Milet aka Catherine Millet and Lizzie Davis were found strangled in Clark's yard. Many doctors believed um, that she had been strangled, but some felt that she had accidentally hung herself while drunk. Um, A jury, which is kind of weird, so a jury had disagreed and ruled her death murder and added it to Jack Jack the Ripper's victim list. Um, So apparently they didn't need, like, an actual person to be on trial back then and they just kind of went they like found figured out the charges and then if they ever found the person I guess they were going to apply them to them but I don't know yeah so three other murders occurred in 1889 but many do not attribute them to Jack the Ripper because they were not violent enough and did not meet the same standard um same standard of fucked upness I guess I don't know well, I mean, once, I mean, usually, this is usual. I mean, every human's fucking weird and different. But usually, once you escalate, you don't de escalate. So, something right. not as violent and not on the same level, you probably isn't him. Right. And how yeah. horrific Mary's murder was. Like, there's, there, that's probably his peak. And either something happened to him or he went somewhere else. Because usually once you get to, like, a certain level of fucked up, nothing else will appease him. Right. So he's doing something else in the meantime that gets his gears going like that. Right. I'm scared of what it was at the time. Right. And I'll kind of get into that a little later. Um, Overall, though, most people believe that Mary Ann Nichols... Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Kelly are for sure Jack the Ripper's victims. 
um, all of which were sex workers who had their throat and body or throat cut and body mutilated as if the person who did it to them had an understanding of human anatomy. Mm. Um, And obviously these women were, you know, suffered a horrible fate. And unfortunately, no one was ever named as their killer. Um, there are some, there has been some speculation about who it has been. Um, Ted Cruz. <laughs> no, he's the Zodiac. <laughs> Why did people think he was the Zodiac killer? <laughs> the sketch, like the really <laughs> shitty sketch. I hope he gets arrested for that someday. I hate him. Unfortunately, I don't think he's actually old enough. It's just funny. Um, <laughs> but so have you ever there's this book that I I'm like almost done reading it's really fucking good it's called Devil in the White City and it's about the guy who murdered people at the Chicago World's Fair like he built a whole ho- whole hotel just to murder people okay that's what I thought Jack the Ripper was I thought Jack the Ripper was the weird hotel man that had like so- that were like death rooms and like yes so there's speculation that he might have been okay but he came to america but he came to america which is why the killing stopped in london when did the killing start in the devil in the white city i cannot remember and i don't have the book on me because i'm in washington and it's in missouri but that is one of like the things that's been thrown around (laughs) Um, but there's so curious. Okay, are you Um, looking? 1893. Yeah, H.H. Holmes. Yes, H.H. Holmes. So, is he an unidentified serial killer, too? H.H. Holmes is identified. Oh, I didn't know if that was like a pseudonym. So, what? it is because he would lie to people about like his name and all this shit and what he did what was he like caught yes um and he i don't know if he was ever like actually convicted of anything though i haven't gotten to the end of the book as previously stated um but he also like worked at a pharmacy and shit and he would like lie to people about his job and like it was really fucking weird. He was either people were really stupid or he was a very good conman. But but there are other um, suspects as well. So there's Montague Druitt. He was a barrister and teacher um, with an interest in surgery who was said to be insane and who disappeared after the final murders and was later found dead. But that's about all we got on him. There's also Michael Ostrog, who is a Russian criminal and physician who had been placed in an asylum because of his homicidal tendencies. There's Aaron. What homicidal tendencies include? I don't know. Attempted murder or actual murder or murder of animals. Murder, probably like murder of animals and attempted murder would be considered homicidal tendencies or else your ass would just be in prison. I was like, like, what do we consider homicidal tendencies? What is the spectrum? Like, <laughs> Where does it turn from homicidal tendencies to homicide? <laughs> Whatever, man, I guess. Um, so the next one is Aaron Kosminski, who is a Polish Jew and resident of Whitechapel, who was known to have a great animus toward women, particularly particularly sex workers, and who was hospitalized in an asylum several months after the last murder. It's always the men that hate sex workers that be down bad trying to get a prostitute. I'm just saying, like, it's always the men that are, like, shitting on, like, oh, you know, sex workers, blah, 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 and then they watch porn. Right. They're like, sex work isn't real work, and then they, like... And then, like, watches porn and pays their bills for them. Or, like, subscribes to an OnlyFans. I'm like, sir, that's literally, like, what you're doing. Yeah. You're paying someone's bills. Like, you're giving them the work to need the sex work. Right. Because sex work is real work, and that's how they're making money. 
exactly okay. obviously it's real work if they're making money so yeah. any real work if you're making money exactly like, like a hitman's a thing right they can <laughs> like i'm just saying anything's a job <laughs> it's valid <laughs> yes um in recent years this aaron kuzminski fellow um has been the most supported theory um after a geneticist matched dna from katherine edo's shawl to kuzminski but other geneticists have questioned the reliability of this because the shawl had been contaminated because of fucking course the 1888 scotland yard did not take great care to preserve dna evidence and did they even know dna was a thing in 1898 like probably not <laughs> like, when was dna like discovered <laughs> like, i don't even think it was until like 19- i know it, it hasn't even been good until recently so like right when was dna we're really (laughs) using google tonight boys learn with us you guys discovered in reality 1860s but it wasn't really of 1860s by some swiss chemists but like not really like talked about until of course some american bitches did it in the 50s because we think 1950s 1950s who the fuck was sitting on this information for nearly a hundred years you bitches were like nah bitches didn't share information though it's like how police jurisdictions are like oh i'm not i can do this on my own and won't (laughs) information across jurisdictions and then fucking serial killers get away with shit (laughs) god fucking damn it (laughs) okay so several notable londoners of the era such as painter walter sickert and physician sir william gull have also been subjects of speculation but there has um while there has been a lot of speculation as to the identity of the ripper it has been suggested that he or she most likely he was a doctor or butcher based on ev- the evidence of weapons and mutilations that occurred, which showed a knowledge of human anatomy and strength. Um, ultimately, our results is fucking nothing. The name and motives of Jack the Ripper are still unknown, and it is speculated that whoever he was, he despised women, which, of fucking course, cutting out someone's uterus or vagina would definitely lead to that. Um, It would lead to a hatred of women. Like, that seems valid, yeah. Yeah. In 2011, a journalist who was investigating Jack the Ripper was denied access to certain files because it contained information of informants and might dissuade modern day informants from speaking up, which I just thought was really fucking weird. So I needed to include it. I'm going to kill him now. Right? <laughs> I'm like, why would that dissuade modern day informants? Where are you getting modern day informants? Also, what are you afraid of? Who's going to kill you? I need to know. I need to know why a modern day informant for like, you know, a modern day crime, whatever, would give a shit that you were releasing information nearly um, like 150 years later. Like, why would they why would they care? Makes no sense. Make it make sense, please. I'm begging which makes me think there's something like sus in there but i don't know i could just be speculating wildly no that's a valid like train of thought because who the fuck's gonna kill you it's been 150 years no human can live 150 years i think what they're saying is that they don't want modern day informants to think that i think that they'll get like they want to continue faith in the system so that modern day informants will actually tell them things about well, like current crimes. Then black out the name of the informants. Right. Give the information. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why do you, why do we have to risk the anonymity at all? I don't well, know. It doesn't matter if we risk the anonymity 150 years later. Well, if I got told, but if I was giving information about a crime and I got told, okay, in your lifetime, none of this information will come out. But in, but in like 150 years, it might. I'd be like, I don't fucking, I don't, I don't uh, care. I bitch, bitch, I will be dead. I will be dead. I don't care. Yeah. So, 
I just, I just guess I just don't understand. Like, why? I don't. I don't either. I don't either. Why would you tell anyone that it was in in anonymous information anyway? Why couldn't you just say, "Oh yeah, they I mean, gave us like just lie about it." Just be like, right? "Oh yeah, they gave us this information." Like, you don't have to tell anyone it was anonymous because no one can fucking confirm your story because it's a hundred years ago. Right. Also, I need to know. Isn't that the whole point of an informant is so that people can have access to the information? Can it be anonymous? Uh, also, that's the point of informants. So we're just not going to use the informant. I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Whatever. Maybe the uh, fuck whatever. Yeah. I'm not even trying to logic through it. It doesn't make sense. That's my story. My sources were history.com, jacktheripper.org, um, Britannica.com, BBCbiography.com, and historic-uk.com. There were a lot of sources for this, and to get dates and shit right, I felt like I needed to acknowledge all of them. Yeah, for real. Fuck, I took like two websites. Okay. That's <laughs> all the point. It's been a very busy week. Okay, this is a still full-fledged story, so don't even worry. So, <laughs> Colors are actually kind of similar, which is fucking weird. I think that's just a man thing. What's uh, uh, what call it? I mean, it could be man or woman. I'm probably the least sexist person you're ever gonna fucking meet. Actually, that's why because I don't like men. So, <laughs> um, not even gonna hide it. But I will say, like you know, in psychological research, women usually don't kill like this. That's Correct. why I just go straight for the men pronouns because. Women are usually a one-hit wonder in the sense, like, it's crimes of passion or it's, like, self-defense mm-hmm. or, like, you know, it's revenge. Like, it's rare or it's, like, you know, they're killing their husbands because their husbands are beating them, like, bad advice kind of shit. So, like, right. it just usually women don't do this because women don't have the constant, like, biologically, we don't have, like, at, of course, as high levels of testosterone and the certain brain chemicals that men do. So I also think, like, that has a contribution to it because we don't have as high as anger issues. Right. Because we don't have... Douchebag chemicals. Yeah, we <laughs> have the douchebag chemicals. So. No offense. Sort of offense. <laughs> you're like, no offense, but full offense. <laughs> and if you're offended, not my problem. It's like episode like fifty, so like you should be used to this point. I was gonna say at this point you should just know where stands on men, and it's not the individual man. No. It's men. I love my dad. He's an amazing person. I love John. He's an mm-hmm. amazing man to me. Yeah. I love Rico. He has a penis. He might be a dog, but he has a penis. So technically, he's, man. he's kind of a dick. Yeah, but he, I do love him. I like my male coworkers. They're all very nice and mm-hmm. very respectful. Um, but yeah, I hate the men in the drive-through because they call me sweetie and hun. Oh god, and it's gross. And I'm like, or they'll flirt with me, and I'm like, I'm a child. <laughs> I'm 17. <laughs> it's really yeah. So when I went to high school today, um. Like, <laughs> I said that to someone. They were like, how do you wear this all day? And I was like, oh, well, in my, I said it to like the obvious. I was like, oh, well, in my high school soccer game last week, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you just kind of get used to it. You deal with it. You deal with it. <laughs> if I can run around a high school soccer game, I can wear it at work. <laughs> Even though I haven't had a game in like two months, but whatever. <laughs> I just like to call it out. Um, okay. So mine, so this is kind of crazy. Like there's gonna be a lot of like similar behaviors in ours. So mine was the Cleveland torso murder. Oh, I've never heard of this. Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run is like the most more popular name. Okay. Oh my god, when I looked up unsolved serial killers, like I just typed it into Google to get like a list. There's so many. Like you should maybe do this episode topic again and do different ones. That'd be fun. Because there's a fucking lot. I almost did the I-70 killer, but there was only like five or six victims. And of course that's tragic, but it like wasn't interesting enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was just pretty much like point blank. He killed gas station workers. So (laughs) on I-70, if you didn't get the hint. 
Okay, so you don't 19, say. Yeah. So 1935 to 1938, the Cleveland Torso Murders. This is Ohio, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. I Cleveland would assume so. <laughs> yeah. So he has 12 known victims. Oh no, 13 for sure for sure victims i say that in quotations because obviously never caught right Um, recent research has shown a possible 20 victims and like we talked about earlier you never know when they started just because they start they do different techniques you just never know and we also never caught them so there's no way to ask so most of the victims were lower class homeless drifters and what the articles described as working poor people so you know poverty line working for jobs because capitalism uh yeah yeah um, capitalism being a capitalist yeah because i'm a slave to capitalism but whatever yeah <laughs> so the murders they were always beheaded and often dissembled um i was a little unclear so yeah they were always beheaded and a lot of the times they never found the heads <gasps> What was he doing with them? I don't know. Well, like Jeffrey Dahmer, he Uh would get the heads and skulls and he would have sex with them. Oh, that's not funny. (laughs) I think she's laughing more at my face. You guys can't see my face, but I think she's laughing more at my facial expressions than anything. (laughs) Yeah, okay, it's not funny at all. Uh, Searing, severing the victim's torso in half and severing appendages. So that was his big MO. Um, most of the male victims were castrated, which I'm a little unclear of what that means. They get their balls or their dick cut off. Um, you know, I haven't often castrated people, so I'm not sure. The Jimmy or the twins. <laughs> My, um w- castration is any action by which an individual loses use of the testicles okay so balls yes okay so yeah my mom wanted to look up anything but castration it was like castor oil (laughs) (laughs) it was like please don't look up what i think we're going to google's like fuck man (laughs) i'm gonna get ads like are you okay yeah, for real. You're gonna get like mental health help. <laughs> so the heads were often undiscovered. And I'm gonna go through this was a really hard part to like. So a lot of them were unidentified. So a lot of them are John Doe's. Mm-hmm. Um, three of the victims were identified. So because they didn't have their heads. Yes. So actually, sorry, only two victims were positively identified. The other 10 were six John Doe's and four Jane Doe's. So um, I'm going to go through this list. It was really hard to paraphrase. So I'm just going to read off of it. So Edward Andrasy, he was, this is in order of discovery. So um, he was discovered first to September 23rd, 1935 in the Jackass Hill area of Kingsbury Run. What? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Estimated time between death and discovery was two to three days. Um, and Drassi was found lying about 30 feet from John Doe 1. He had been, so Edward had been decapitated and emasculated. His head was recovered. Uh. And then John Doe 1, so they were found next to each other. So he was found in the same place on September 23rd, 1935. Um, the male body was never identified. He was emasculated and decapitated head was discovered. The skin was treated with a chemical agent that caused it to become reddish and leathery. So we're not fucking sure. Oh, um, yeah. Initial estimates were seven to ten days, but it was revised that from death to discovery, the timeline was about three to four weeks. Because the leathery threw off their aging thing. Maybe, or like no one went back on the Jackass Hill area of Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> we're assholes. Who the fuck names of location Jackass Hill? Yeah, for real. So the order I'm going in is order of discovery, not order of murder, okay? Okay. So um, the next order, the next person discovered was Florence Genevieve Polio, alias Martin. Maybe that was her main name. I'm not sure. So she was discovered January 26th, 
Oh, um, she, her body was discovered January 26th and the head February. I'm a, it has two different dates. It says January 26th and February 7th. So I'm going to assume it's body and head. Ooh. Yeah. Her body had been dismembered and the head was recovered. Um, the timeline was about two to four days from death to discovery. So, yeah. Um, John Doe 2, which is nicknamed the Tattoo Man, was discovered June 5th, 1936. The victim was decapitated while alive. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Oh, no. His head was recovered. Uh, death to discovery two days. John Doe 3, July 22nd, 1936. The victim was dismembered while still alive. Oh. His head was recovered, and this unidentified male body was the only known West Side victim. This is turning into, like, a lot of, uh, whatchamacallit, like, uh, Saw kind of vibes. So that was two months between death to discovery. Wait, you froze, I think. What did you say? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Okay, so told me my internet connection was unstable, but I think we're good now. Okay. Uh, death to discovery was just two months. For Tattoo Man? For John Doe, John Doe 3. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, John Doe. Oh, no. She has frozen again. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just thinking because I don't know Roman numerals and these are in Roman numerals. I think this is John Doe 4. Is it the I before the V? Yes. And then, yeah, it's 4. Okay, so this guy was discovered September 10th, 1936 in Kingsbury Run, so the basic place. Only half the torso was found. Nothing remained below the hips. The head was never found, nor the body identified. Oh. Death to discovery was two days. Um, Jane Doe 1 was February 23rd. Um, this was the Lady of the Lake. She was a big one. Um, this unidentified, she was found on the uh, Lake Erie shore. Okay. So the unidentified female body was found at the same spot as the 1934 uh, was found at the same spot as the victim nicknamed the Lady of the Lake. So this wasn't the Lady of the Lake, but she was found in the same spot as the Lady of the Lake. Okay. Her head was never found. Um, three to four days, death to discovery. Jane Doe 2, June 6, 1937, was found beneath one of the bridges. She was the only Black victim. The body was decapitated and missing a rib, and the body was discovered. Ew, just one rib? Just, yeah, just one. That's what really the fuck? Pretty gross. Um, well, was missing just one rib, yeah. John Doe 5, July 6, 1937, pulled out of the Cuyahoga River in the Cleveland Flats. Body of this male was recovered. Head was never found. Yeah. Oh, also, the black victim, death to discovery, was one year. Oh, shit. Yeah, so two to three days um, was jo- John Doe 5. Okay. Jane Doe 3, April 8th, 1938. She was found in the Cuyahoga River. On, on April 8th, only the victim's lower leg was recovered. <gasps> Oh, on May 2nd, a human thigh was discovered. Oh my god, that's mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. Floating in the river to the east of the West 3rd Street Bridge. So the human thigh was floating. A police search under the bridge found a burlap sack containing the victim's headless torso cut in two halves, another thigh, a left foot, the head, and the rest of the body were never found. Only victim to have drugs in her system. Yeah. Um, Jane Doe 4. August 16th, um, East, she was found East 9th Street, Lakeshore Dump, decapitated female, um, the head was recovered. And John Doe 6, August 16th, 1938, are you still there? Okay, good. I I can't see, I couldn't see, I was on my page. I'm just horrified. I need to know what kind of person, like my, 
instant reaction to this amount of like gore and mutilation is nausea so i need to know what kind of person gets a boner doing this like i have a lot of questions a sexual sadist yeah i guess yeah (laughs) okay so august 16th a giant so jane doe four and john doe six were discovered at the same exact time um at the lakeshore dump so discovered at the same time as John Doe 4, male decapitated body, head was found in a can, and the victim was never identified. Yeah, so possible victims 12. Um, oh no, victims 12, possible 20. Ugh. Yeah, so we had some suspects, okay. So a big guy in all of this, a name to remember is Elliot Ness, because okay. he, he wasn't like, I want to say he was kind of like, I don't know, like he ran like, you know, like fire department and police shit and was like a political guy, but he wasn't like an active like investigator, you know, like he's kind of just like the face of it all, you know, right? like a prosecuting attorney, like, I don't know, like an attorney or something, you know, like where it's like, oh, this guy's going to put him away, but it's not like him doing any of the work. Right. That's the kind of vibe I got from this Elliot Ness guy. Okay. So he's one of the head guys in the vest in investigation and um, one of the, uh, they had a, they had suspects. Oh my God, I could not think of it. So they had a couple suspects, right? And one of the suspects they had, his name was Frank Dolezal. Um, he they arrested him August 24th of 1993. Of 1993? 1993. What? Did I type that wrong? Is that 43? Nah, 1993. Damn. He was arrested in 93 for Florence Polio's murder. So the one lady that was identified. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he was arrested for that. Um, died in jail under suspicious circumstances. So listen to this shit. So he was 5'8", right? Right. He hung himself in a cell only 5 feet 7 inches off the ground. Wouldn't your feet automatically like... Yes. And he had six broken ribs. That's... And no one knows why the sheriff at the time arrested him. Huh. So they had another one. His name was Dr. Francis Sweeney, but um, Francis E. Sweeney was the first cousin of Elliot Ness's political opponent. So, like, he was like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna have a hard time, like, getting a conviction out of this guy. But he's, like, convinced it was him. Right. um, Also, the Elliot Ness guy led personal raids into Kingsbury. They interviewed a bunch of homeless people. They burned down a bunch of homeless shanties. I feel like that's pointless. But whatever, I don't fucking know because just to be assholes. Yeah, just be assholes. Um, so Dr. Sweeney, one of the main suspects, was a vet and was a vet in World War One, and he was in a med unit that did amputations in the field. <gasps> Gross. Gross. He, in questioning, failed two polygraphs. But it was also the 40s. Who knows how accurate these polygraphs were? All polygraphs are also subjective, right? Like, polygraphs can't even, like, be used as evidence, so. Yeah, so <sighs> that is, uh, that is like, kind of whatever, because that's just kind of hard. Those are subjective as fuck, so. Right. After all of this, I'm, it did not say why in my article, but Sweeney committed himself to a hospital and sent threatening postcards and harassed Elliot Ness and his family all the way into the 1950s. Oh, that's weird. For no, I, I don't get it. Um, this was the police biggest police investigation in Cleveland history. And one theory is that all the murders were done by different people because some of the autopsies were inconclusive. But I don't think that's true. I think it was all one person. And some of it was whoever was killing, trying to figure out his vibe, his technique. Right, because you would have the worst fucking luck on the planet if multiple people were brutally murdering people like that in your town, you know? like Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one thing is very clear. Elliot Ness had a suspect who he had believed was undoubtedly the killer. This suspect continued to haunt, to taunt Ness for years after the killings had stopped. 
All official police records on this case have been lost, destroyed, or removed. Oh, I, uh, have a, I had a fun fact. Not a fun fact. Sorry. A morbid fact? A morbid fact. The killer taunted Ness by placing two victims' remains in full view of his office and <gasps> That's yeah. disgusting. How did he not get fucking caught? Yeah. Did he do it, like, during the day or just, like, at night when nobody was there so that... It, it just said that there was remains placed in view of Elliot's office in front of City Hall. <sighs> but I want to say that it must, have been, it must have been a good place, like, where you really had to look to see it because, like, obviously he wanted him to see it. Right. It was the message for Elliot. But, yeah, and so Elliot got taunted by this mofo for years. Oh. Yeah. It's so, like yeah. we have like cameras and shit now because yeah. you would see someone's ass walking up. And... I can hear dad snoring from there. You can hear dad snoring from there? Oh my god, I hear him all the fucking time. Man's a chainsaw. He's loud as hell. He is. But yeah, so that's my story. Prefect up. Oh, also. In my pod, in the podcast, and that's why we drink. They mentioned that some people have speculated over time that there, this one might have a connection to the Black Dahlia, which was a murder in California. Mm-hmm. Where she remembered, it was fucking crazy. It was really brutal because it was the same MO as the Cleveland one, but they obviously have no fucking clue. So, right, it was around the same time. So, but yeah, they have the clue. But some people have speculated, oh, this is the same MO. Like, but yeah. So, oh, no, it's a theory. It is a theory. That is a theory. Yeah, and they never really had. Yeah, right. And when they had Frank DeLizzo in custody, his confession, like it, yeah, it was nothing. Hmm. It was just like a bunch of crazy words and like. This article that I'm reading from the Cleveland Police Museum says his confession turned out to be a bewildering blend of incoherent ramblings and neat, precise details, almost as if he had been coached. Before he could go to trial, he was found dead in his cell. So, like, he might have known who it was. was. But he was only convicted for one, Florence, the only woman to be identified. Right. I wonder, like... And that's why some people think it was different people that right. killed. well I wonder though if like he had mental health issues and he knew who it was and because he had mental health issues they were like oh no one's gonna believe this human but then like they got hot on the trail and so he sacrificed Frank is that his name yeah Frank so then he sacrificed Frank to take the fall for him but then he was like, well, what if someone does believe him? And then they decided to kill him to cover their ass. Yeah. In 1939, the sheriff, Martin O'Doyle, arrested him for the murder of Flo. Dozell had lived with Flo for a while, and a subsequent investigation revealed he'd been acquainted with Edward Andrusy and Rose Wallace. Hmm. So I'm not sure who Rose Wallace was, because her name wasn't mentioned, but Edward Andrusy was the second victim. Right. Because I don't think Rose Wallace's name was mentioned on my list. I don't think so, because the only other female identified was Flo, right? Flo. So maybe it was an, I don't know, maybe someone else. But yeah, so he was with, he knew and were Ed, Edward Andrusy and Flo. So maybe that's why they were like, oh, connection. But it's a big city. So. Right. Um. Can you pull me out of the picture? Open? Can you like <laughs> not be here? No. Sorry. It's my bed. He, he had a towel on and all. I know. <laughs> anyway. uh, <laughs> well, yikes. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's my story. That's the Cleveland torso murder. Right. Mofo fucked with torsos. Yeah, disgusting. I couldn't think he fucked with heads because he was cutting heads off more than he was fucking with torsos. Right? He had a weird thing about decapitating because he decapitated every single one of his victims. Right. So weird as fuck. That is weird as fuck. He could solve a lot of crimes. (laughs) I don't mean, coach, I'm ready. I feel like he could. (laughs) 
We're white women. We have a crime podcast. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready to avenge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to speak for the dead. I speak for... (laughs) Sure. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, Send us your stories. Don't forget. We take it on... We take it on the, the Insta DMs or on the Gmails at Killer Crime and Sister Time at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And our Instagram is, you know, just the same Killer Crime and Sister Time. Um, we'll have a listener stories episode next week and hopefully be consistent. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing our fucking best, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um i also want to give a shout out to all our listeners because i looked at analytics the other day and i sent it to liberty and we have like listeners in europe and like all over the u.s and i just like really appreciate you guys so yeah we appreciate you because this is just something we kind of started doing for fun but like no cap like i will make merch if we get big enough so follow us on insta at killer crime sister time recommend us to your friends because oh also you can send us like murders you want us to like talk about and research mm-hmm. i will do that too because that shit is so interesting i love like re- i mean it's sad of course but like you know i like reading and looking into that kind of stuff so yeah and um you can like you know recommend topics or something um that's also welcome so yeah, and a lot of the times, like, even if you have, like, a crazy, like, ghost house or something like that you want us to look at, because a lot of the times those are connected to some pretty crazy murders, so. Yeah, that's so true. I'll talk about anything. Totes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm s- freaking sleepy, so. Yeah, I've worked out today. I'm going to wake up at 8 and go do it again. I love that for you. Yeah, I have a scholarship for you tomorrow, so I need to look on it. Yeah, you do put my boobs out a little maybe seduce them mm-hmm. that's how you get money i'm dead ass kidding it's a business professional interview so <laughs> cannot do that <laughs> all right well you said thanks guys um have a good week yeah we'll see you next week Bye. Bye.